That's right. It's time for the Weekly Review, a podcast for people who want to do a better job of organizing their lives. Whether you are new to task management or you've fallen off the wagon a few times, this podcast is for you. Now, if you haven't done your weekly review yet, hopefully this podcast will inspire you to do so when you finish listening. Hi, I'm Jean McDonald, and I am here with my good friend and co-host, James Dempsey. Hey, James, how is it going today, and have you done your weekly review? Hi, Jean. It's going pretty well today, and yes, I did do my weekly review. Woohoo! Where's that sound effect? Yeah. <laughs> That's something we probably neither of us put on our to our task list. management to-do lists. And so, um, uh, well, anyway, I have also done my weekly review. And so, yay, for me too. And uh, sound effect. Insert your own sound effect in your mind uh, that goes something like, ta-da! Um, let's see. So now that we got that squared away, let's move on to our segment known as the weekly to do. And let's bring in the band. The weekly to do. Yeah, the weekly to do. Gene and James are working through the weekly to do. So, weekly to-do, I'm just going to get mine out of the way first. Weekly to-do is weekly not done. Um, I I was intending to finish my migration of my email uh, over from Gmail to Fastmail, and I just did not sit down and do the work of the last couple of steps. And... I also was planning to order some new eyeglasses this week, and I just was not in the mood. <laughs> just, oh. So so that's it. I'm just leaving those two on my list for next week's weekly to-do. What about you? I hope you've done a little better than me. Well, I just a little better than you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so mine was there's some estate planning things I need to get rolling on. And um, so I did not get all of them done, but I did get a start on them done. So um, I got, let's call it the first task in the list done. So I could mm-hmm. kind of count it as done. Depends on how you want to look at it. Um, but it felt good to get started. Um, and then my weekly to do for next week, I'll continue on with these, but, um, I am working on a, uh, a workshop session that I'll be teaching on in try Swift world an online conference. And I need mm-hmm. to write up the blurb of about it and submit that. So that'll be my weekly to do for next week. That sounds doable. Good choice. Um, well, you know, thinking about my weekly to-do, uh, or as I'm calling them, the weekly not done um, tasks, uh, last week we talked about uh, procrastination or procrastivity. So maybe procrastination that 
uh, on one project helps you to move forward with another project. This I cannot claim. I own up to just pure procrastination. It's just been one of those weeks where I feel like a hamster on the hamster wheel, but I'm not even running it. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> sitting on the sitting on the hamster wheel, eating my treats and watching television. So <laughs> if hamsters watch television, uh, that's what I'm doing. I, I mean, I d- obviously I got some things done this week, but I do, um, you know, feel like I got more stuck than usual. And so when I was looking at my long list of unread items in my, my RSS feed, uh, I noticed there were a few new ones from a writer and person who I really like, J.D. Roth, who has the blog called Get Rich Slowly. And uh, he's actually local to the Portland area, and I've met him a few times and also been at a conference uh, a few times that he's been the organizer of. So, um, And even before I met him, I think I've mentioned this before, Get Rich Slowly was one of my favorite blogs back when he started it, you know, mm-hmm. over – 15 years ago, I think. And because it was very relatable, like he, he was somebody who um, had amassed a lot of personal debt as a young man, he owns up to, you know, buying too many comic books and video games and always, you know, maxing out credit cards. And he had a personal project, which was to get out of debt. And he wrote about his his journey as that was happening for him. And what I liked about it is that he did not put himself forward at the time. He didn't put himself forward as some kind of personal finance expert, you know, the opposite of that. And uh, so it was relatable content. You know, he wasn't trying to say, let me give you some wisdom from on high. And one of the things I still like about JD is that even though now he is – you know, certainly a bona fide personal mm-hmm. finance expert. He's got a very popular blog. He's written books. He's a speaker on um, on personal finance and uh, financial freedom and retire early movement. That F I R E um, thing that a lot of people are interested in. And he still doesn't uh, talk like here I am, Mister Expert, giving you the things you should do you know, from on high, he really still makes his content relatable. And I tapped into that feed on my on my RSS reader, because I thought, you know, JD often has uh, things that hold him back, even after everything he's accomplished, and maybe he has something that will help me sort of reframe my issues right now. And uh, there's an article um, with the with the headline, Action Creates Motivation. And it's a really good article. There's a lot of interesting stuff in there. But, you know, basically, you know, he's talking about how, um, you know, people, I mean, he's quoting from, from other experts, you know, who say, like, people who procrastinate frequently confuse motivation and action. You wait until you feel in the mood to do something. And since you don't feel like 
doing it, you automatically put it off. Um, and that it's usually the other way around. Action comes first and then motivation comes later. And so reading that article definitely helped me today just get over one of my most onerous home uh, home tasks that always uh, takes a long time and takes a lot out of me, which is refreshing the guinea pig cage with new bedding and mm. cleaning, cleaning up all their accessories and, and making their cage all nice and neat and clean again. Um, I had been procrastinating for a few days and it makes me feel like just the worst person ever because it's like guinea pigs, they can't clean their own cage. <laughs> they're, they're relying on me. Um, and they, I know that this is a thing I can't skip doing, but you know, the m- motivation doesn't hit me. Um, you know, each day I say, I'm going to do it. Then I'll be like, well, it's too hot today, or I'm too tired today. It's a process. I, I don't feel like taking all these steps. It's it's pretty hard to just do a little bit of cleaning mm-hmm. for the guinea pigs. It's a all or nothing thing. So as soon as I finished reading the article, I just said, okay. And when I walk, I was outside, as I often am now, coffee in hand for my pandemic morning ritual. And I thought, you know what, I'm just walking in and I'm going to start that process and start, you know, make it happen because it, 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 it wasn't like horribly overdue, but it just, you know, I, I tried to have it done once a week. And when it's, you know, clicked over a couple of extra days, it's just not nice for the piggies. Mm-hmm. So, so I did. And I, I remembered as I started to do it was like, Oh, right. You know, it's a project like anything else. And there's first steps. Um, and each step is doable, um, until you get into like sort of the, the brute force, like cleaning out the, the bedding. But I have to, I always set things up, you know, so I set up, first of all, playpen for them to hang out in while I t- do their cage so they don't bug me. Um, and they stay out of the way and they don't mess it up as I go along. And then uh, um, I use newsprint to, as part of the backing of one part of their cage, and I have to f- find those, you know, newspaper sections that um, I fold a certain way. So I get that all folded up. I have to clean my kitchen because, you know, their cage is right next to the kitchen, and it, you know, the sink in the kitchen becomes part of the process. Mm-hmm. So I can't have a lot of stuff. So, yeah, by the time I get to that point, um, like, okay, here goes the hard part. And I, yeah, and then it was done, you know, it was, it was done. So I have to remember myself, like, rather than being motivated, you know, just take that first action. Um, maybe the first action is just folding up the newspapers, well, or cleaning the kitchen. And obviously cleaning the kitchen is sometimes a, a procrastination source unto itself. Oh, I Uh, hear you on that one. Yes. (laughs) So anyway, I liked this, um, this article a lot. And uh, thank you, JD, for uh, giving me something to sort of think about and to, you know, push me over the edge to taking the first action. Excellent. And, and yes, it, 
can be tough to do things when you're like not motivated to do that particular thing. And it kind of ties a little bit into what we were talking about last week, right? Where, um, Mm -hmm. where you're not motivated to do a particular thing, but you feel motivated to do something else. Um, and in that case, like, like when inspiration and enthusiasm to do something strikes, that's something that you needed to do anyway. Um, it's a, to me, like something is telling you, you should be working on this right now. Um, but when it's, when you're kind of in that state where you're just not really getting much done, then yeah, action I find also is the thing that kind of gets you, um, can help motivate you or help engage you in that activity. And I think we almost see that, you know, like that idea coming from a lot of different places. Uh, like mm-hmm. there's the notion of, um, like in atomic habits, the notion that if you're trying to start a habit, one thing you can do is make it like just boil the core of it down to two minutes that you do regularly. Mm-hmm. And that, forms the kernel of your uh, habit because it's much easier to do something for two minutes than for a half an hour. Um, but it gets you in the habit of doing it. And again, it, that might very well be a first step or just a little bit of mm-hmm. what needs to get done. Um, that notion of like, um, I don't practice the Pomodoro technique um, like, as it is described. But one thing I have taken away from reading about it and kind of playing with it a little bit is sometimes I will have a task where I, I'm procrastinating. I don't want to do it. I feel stuck and I'll say to myself, okay, I'm going to set this timer for 25 minutes and I'm going to just, you know, write or do what I'm going to work on this thing for 25 minutes. And then, you know, however far I get, I get, but, and I find that usually by the end of the 25 minutes, it's either very close to being done already and I'm happy with the results, or at least I've made some progress. Um, Mm -hmm. And sometimes I'm like, well, now that I'm this far in, I might as well just wrap this thing up. Um, (laughs) So I I think I've seen that, um, like, I I think it's uh, kind of advice that shows up in a lot of different forms but it's a it's it's similar even the notion of in uh gtd the notion of breaking it down to the next action right what is the next thing to do as opposed to i have this giant task that i'm postponing or, or progressing on it's like oh and i think you had the example all i need to do is search for gas uh gas yeah furnaces for your gas fireplaces in google i can do that um and so um yeah i think i think well it's it's a good technique but it is important to realize that it's not always we we might be putting the the cart before the horse um Mm -hmm. when we think of i need to be motivated to do something yeah i find sometimes i'm just not it's not that I'm not motivated to do it. It's that I know it's going to take a bit of 
time, focus, and energy to do a particular thing, and it's not the next thing that I think I should be doing. And I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know that that counts as procrastination exactly because we all have a, you know, all of our trusted systems have way more stuff than we can get done in a day or a week, um, by definition, by design. Um, so we can't work on everything at once. Um, but as I go through my weekly review, I see things where I'm like, yes, I don't need to make progress on that right away. There's other things that I'm working on that are more important. I've reviewed them. I realize that's the case. But I don't feel like I'm putting, like I'm procrastinating as in there's something I should do right now, but uh, like there's no should in there. Mm -hmm. Whereas um, when it comes, for me, the one that I don't like doing in terms of cat care is uh, cleaning out the, the cat's water fountain. And putting in a new filter because I also need the sink to be clear. I need, you know, and it takes, I have it down about, it takes about 20 minutes to give the thing a good cleaning. You know, it's hot, soapy water, rinse everything out, like refill it with nice water, everything's. um, But that's one that I do procrastinate on. It shows up, you know, regularly. Mm -hmm. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, "Eh." Um, and sometimes it is like, okay, so if tomorrow I get the kitchen and sink all cleared out, then the next day I can, um, so usually that one lingers for a few days before I get to it. Um, in part, yeah, I guess you could say I am waiting for motivation and maybe the motivation comes from a feeling of guilt that I haven't done it already. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Sort of, it sounds like the same for you. Yeah. No, I I think that that's totally true. And yeah, the next action from GTD, I think, was one of the, you know, most eye-opening concepts for me when I first read David Allen's book was, you know, doable things have to be doable. (laughs) Like, they have to have you know, generally a verb in them and some pretty specific detail and um, something like even clean the guinea pig cage is like a project. It's not a a next action. And I, uh, I, I know he says in the book, like part of your weekly review should be making sure every project has a, solid, doable next action, you know, what, so not do a next action necessarily, but have one to do so that it doesn't, uh, so the project doesn't get sort of bogged down and dusty and end up being clutter in your task management system. Yes. And some of my projects probably are, um, having just <laughs> reviewed them all today. Well, I think yeah. I've mentioned before, I actually have a project called Projects in Need of Needing Focus. Yeah. Where it's a, a growing list of projects that I need to look at to, anyway, that's, yeah. that's, uh, um, uh, but yeah, in most of those cases, there are things where I have felt, well, you know, None of the none of those projects are more important than the things that I'm focused on doing at the moment. So, I talked about it with you a little bit before the show, and um, I'd like to save this for another 
uh, podcast maybe next week to talk about, you know, the idea that I got from the last show, which was maybe part of the review of the projects is not just does it have a next action, but you know, why aren't you working on this? (laughs) Um, And is there anything you can do about that? And uh, so I started doing that today um, as I reviewed my projects. And I think it's kind of eye-opening, and I want to play with that a little bit more before really discussing it, because I want to see how taking, you know, giving attention to something, focusing on it with a certain uh goal in mind, the goal being figure out why this project has sat on your list since 2018, for example, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because thank you, OmniFocus. I just noticed that today, something that I would have sworn wasn't that dusty is, uh, is dustier than I thought. And yeah, who knows, like, I've got a couple of ideas for things that might go to someday, maybe. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, for a future show, uh, to, I, I actually, um, noted my, my observations in the notes field on the project itself. And I want to, want to go through and give every project that attention and, um, have some time to reflect on it and figure out what will make the project move forward. Excellent. Um, and I think um, a while back we talked about the natural planning process in GTD, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of what David Allen suggests if a project has bogged down, sometimes starting uh, from the next action and kind of working your way backwards through that. Because um, sometimes, like, sometimes I have something and then over time it's sort of like it sat there for this while because it's no longer really important at all to me. Right. <laughs> right. And like, so like the purpose or the outcome is something like, I, I don't even care if that happens. Um, at which point, like, why is it, or, or I care, but not enough apparently to get it done in a year and a half or two years. Um, yeah. So is it really something that should be an active project? Should it be in, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think, I think those are great things to think about when a, when a project kind of has bogged down. Um, because sometimes it's not so much that, you know, when you put it into your system, the world was a different place in oh so many That's ways. True. Um, and you like, over a six month period, a three month period, like the world can change. Your priorities can change. So the nice thing about the nice thing about our trusted systems is they are, as long as we're, you know, keeping them up to date, they're nice living systems. So it's okay for a project to fall off if we decide that's not important to us anymore. Right. That's the nice thing. It's our system. Gosh darn it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there are yeah. things in there that, you know, we kind of have to do. Otherwise, there are bad consequences for not doing them. Um, right. But a lot of them are, are self-directed, at least in mine they are. I, I think they are probably in yours, too. No, I think that's true. Well, um, I think uh, this concludes our discussion of uh, 
action first, motivation follows. Uh, and le- unless you have anything else you wanted to add. Um, no, I think that's, that's great for, for this episode. Cool. Well, listeners, uh, if you uh, have any tips or ideas or success stories, how you, how you got some creaky old project back into, you know, your, your rotation of actually doing things, let us know about it. And uh, you can find us on the internet at theweeklyreview.fm on micro.blog and on Twitter, we are at The Weekly Review. And you can email us at sayhello at theweeklyreview.fm. We would really love it if you would rate or review this podcast. It helps new listeners find us, and we just like getting your feedback. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you at the next Weekly Review. Thanks. you got some things you want to get done. And still enjoy a bit of organizational fun. There's a lot of things you gotta do. You'll think about them all. 